Are investors putting all their eggs in the equity basket? Uh, I ask that because we have, what, a Dow at 22K. Uh, the S&P 500 keeps climbing. Uh, things are just seem to be going up from here. And to talk to us more about that is Joe Duran, Chief Executive Officer of United Capital in Newport Beach, California. Joe, great to have you with us. So uh, what's going on here? Are, uh, we're in the middle of earnings season. Are they growing fast enough here to uh, justify all those high numbers, all the uh, equity indexes keep ticking off? Well, it's great to be on. Um, first, I think we've obviously had a very good earnings season, and there's a lot to be encouraged by. I am, however, quite concerned by the two numbers that no one can mess with, the sales and EBITDA, which is the cash flow that businesses make. And we're now back to 1999 levels of multiples. We haven't seen these kinds of very high prices relative to sales and relative to cash flow since 99. That's almost 20 years now. And we know what happened next. So I'm not as pessimistic as it sounds, but I do think the really great times have maybe gone past. And we want to be very, very careful about how we invest now, because I think the easy money has been made over the last decade and we're... Um, I just see a lot of warning signs. I think the price to earnings is sort of okay, but companies can do all kinds of things to restate their earnings. They can't do much about sales or EBITDA, and that's why, again, I I just caution people to be careful here. Yeah, I mean, uh, currently enterprise value to EBITDA is about, uh, uh, I'll get somewhat specific here, 12.9 in the S&P 500, um, which is is, – you know that's, uh, that's 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 enterprise value, so it includes debt too, which of course can affect that. So I think it's a useful a useful measure as well. Um, and 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 EBIT, just operating profits. However, um, you know a lot. We had operating profits in 2013 in the S&P 500 at about 14 times uh, 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 enterprise value. Now it's at 18 times. But is there a point at which I mean, you know, if you hated it at 15? You know, or if you loved it at 15, you love it more at 18. I, I don't know how to look at that. I mean, if it keeps going straight up here. I think, I think here's what the way you, ha- you have to be invested. But I, I tell people this is the next decline is probably not a 2007 decline where everything gets repriced because debt gets repriced. You're probably going to see a correction that will be much more like a 99. I don't think that extreme, but where, where markets adjust for their reality. When you have a company like Tesla, priced at billions and billions of dollars, but no real potential of ever making money in the foreseeable future, you have dislocations that, you know, you have GE really down when you have really companies with with glim prospects looking forward. So you have, and it's all in the index in the same way, right? So what we would suggest to people is, look, there's a lot of good benefits to the dollar going down and interest rates going down, but it probably suggests that GDP in the U.S. is not that strong. And uh, the companies that are doing well are the ones that are g- global, uh, because obviously they benefit from the dollar declining. And Tesla's also the global. Fact that Europe's recovering really well. And, uh, and emerging markets do very well with a, de- with a declining dollar. So, you know, you want to be global. You want to think about investing in emerging markets. And you want to start contemplating shifting your portfolio to more value stocks and growth stocks Probably not yet. You know, I always tell people, you want to see euphoria first. We're not there yet. You know, interestingly enough, while the markets have gone up, the average investor has not really participated. So a lot of people 
haven't been part of this rally. It's nothing like it was in 99 yet. So typically when you get this last bluff, you will have it on the cover of newspapers right. and magazines. I do think we're due for a pullback. But again, I, I recommend for everyone the, the three most important things. One, make sure you're allocated appropriately. So you haven't automatically, because you haven't rebalanced, suddenly got an 80-20 portfolio instead of a 60-40 portfolio. The second is make sure that you're invested diversified in a risk way as well, that you own assets that are not just linked to the performance of the growth stocks on the S&P 500. And then the third is to re-stare at your overall desire for risk and make sure that you can withstand what is probably coming, which is a, a 10 to 15% decline in the next year, and that you're not going to run for the hills because, again, you typically don't have a fall off the cliff. It typically rattles around a bit before we slow down. So I think there's a lot to be optimistic about. But again, I would just start battening down the hatches a little for just in case. Yeah, but Joe, I mean, so let's let's take valuations, for example. If we were to say uh, when valuations start getting elevated, uh, you know, I'm, I'm like you said, you know, going to look elsewhere, batten down the hatchets. Well, you would have missed so much of this of this rally that we've had in U.S. stocks. So, I mean, what, what give us give us something you're looking for to say this is what could k- kick things off? Is it the Fed? Uh, something that's going to return volatility? I mean, how do we know when it's actually time to pull back, and so we don't miss out on maybe potential rallies to come? Again, I, I, look, the problem is not. I, I'm a, not a fan of timing the market, most of sport especially because when you get out. That's one decision. Getting back in is the second decision. You're not going to get both right. It's just not going to happen. So what I tell people is stay invested, but just re-stare at your portfolio and say, what happens if I get a 20% decline from here, and can I withstand it? I, I prefer to focus on what you can control, not what you can't. And what I would suggest is that the NASDAQ, as an example, I would people's portfolios, if they've been invested, will now have tilted very heavily to the growth stocks in the S&P. What I would suggest is you stare at the portfolio and say, am I diversified? Do I have energy stocks? Do I have banking stocks? Do I have enough in the areas that have not done so well so that when the decline happens, it's probably going to happen in those stocks that have done very, very well over the last year? Netflix, Apple, names like that that are now overrepresented in your portfolio. That's all I tell people is just make sure that you are properly positioned for in the next the next uh, decline. You don't want to get out of the market. Joe Duran, the CEO of United Capital. Thank you very much. We appreciate your time. You listen to Bloomberg Markets on Bloomberg Radio.